the Daryl and Boober Show. Let's pounce. Let's pounce. Let's pounce. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Daryl and Boober Show. I am Ricky Boober Hayes. What's going on, everybody? I'm Daryl Scott McCark. And for the first time ever, we are recording on Wednesday afternoon night-ish. Is this the first daylight? Daylight saving time? I, I don't I don't remember ever doing one during... The day, during, yeah. the, during the afternoon. Yeah, I don't either. It's uh, uh and we, and we still have two fresh cold ones in our hands. So this is nice. Gotta love it. This is nice. Heck yeah, man. And uh, we got heat. We've got a heat wave coming. You seen that next week? I Byron did say that, and I hate the heat. Yeah, I we, think I said that the last time. We I got freaking three hate. straight days of a hundred, from what I saw. Like one of the days is one oh three. Dude, I don't. Yeah, don't even. <laughs> Triple digits is not my uh, not my thing, man. Yeah, it's bullshit. Nope. Hope hopefully you guys can't hear my dog barking in the background. That's what happens. If so, over it's you. okay. Yeah, I love Bowser. He's the greatest. Oh, Bowser. Anyways, uh, what what do you think we should? I mean, there's let's something. waste let's waste no more time. No, I mean no more. Let's get it out of the way. Wasted, I guess. So. Let's get it out of the way. You know what time it is? It's time for shout outs. Yes, sir. Shout um, out time. Hashtag the goat, the one and only, the Don Mecca. Shout out Justin Petty. Justin Petty. And I think we're going to get him on here soon. He's just been super busy. So Yeah, he's out there. Uh, Getting that dog right, yeah, man. Yeah, wrestling with dogs and stuff, which is cool. So shout out your dog, too. But uh, we also want to shout out to everybody out there still bumping us. Um, I want to shout out to everybody that listens, actually, because we just hit the 1K mark on, that's awesome. on view, so that's huge, man. I I never would have thought, so thank you all for shout listening. Shout out to everybody, man. Yeah, shout out to all the fans, man. Thanks for listening. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, we try to mix it up. We try to keep it fresh. You know, it's like we were, I think, bringing up last pod, it is kind of different to bring up different things every single time you know what i mean or, or it's kind of hard to think of different topics oh 100 it isn't and you know like sometimes what we talk about i mean different people will listen so it might not be their cup of tea or exactly. you know it might per- not pertain to a certain somebody mm-hmm. but but you know some things might so exactly and we can't stress enough if you want to be on here hit us up you can be on here we just got the third Pod Mike, thank you all for buying T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big uh, shout out to yeah. Road and everybody for buying shirts. Man. Yeah, we were able to buy a third Pod Mike, so now everybody will be on the same page as me and Rick. So yeah, should, we're should be straight. We're official, like a referee whistle right now with with Mike. So it's cool. So yeah, and don't okay. be scared. You know, I mean, some people are scared to get on. I, I'm, He's got to come here and do it. Couple cold feet. You know, Jeremy Munoz. I haven't heard anything from him again. Yeah, is he even alive? Yeah, or why? Did he make it through the 4th of July? Who? Only God knows, Scott. <laughs> Who knows? White Rock. <clears throat> White Rock. But I, but I have talked to Joe. Joe's ready to hop on, too. So Do it. We'll we'll get get us, well, it's a scheduling thing. We'll have to get scheduled. But Justin Petty will be on soon, for sure. For sure. And that, I mean, that should be pretty epic, right? I mean, he has his own shout-out thing. I mean, that, I mean. Hello. We, we got a, we will get out 1K now. I mean, we should have 4K by then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the GOAT. That's awesome. Well, right. I guess that's good on shout-outs for now. Um, local news. Let's let's get into a couple local stories. News? Yeah, there's just a couple of weird stories. I don't know too much about this one. We were just talking about a second ago that the EMS director, mm-hmm. he was getting uh, a lot of complaints for call times, I guess. for. Yeah, I don't know too terribly much. I know he, under his watch they had a bunch of people resign. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's just kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know a so, hundred people resigned, dude. That's that's a lot of people. That's a lot. I mean, I know Byron. He was um, EMS in Butler County before uh, McVapor, and I knew or I know that he left, uh, or one of the reasons he wanted to leave was because of just kind of you know the upper hand in that. Like Butler County, you know, like field was just kind of falling apart as well, I guess. And yeah. It kind of sounds like the same thing's happening here, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, it's, I mean, there has to be something going on, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have 100 people quit and oh, no. get mass complaints. And mm-hmm. I think initially they 
he was, um, what do you call it, without pay, you know, like uh, on leave without or with pay, actually. Mm-hmm. And then it came out today that they fired him, and they're now in search of a new EMS, wow. you know, lead. So, uh, Real quick, just while we're on this kind of topic, shout out to old Matt White. He's a, he's a firefighter. Shout out, Matt. Shout out, Matt. And he, uh, man, I'll tell you, people don't realize the job that firefighters have they don't just put out fires man you call 911 and you need something medical a firefighter is usually the one that's first response you know and so i mean they have so much training you know uh so yeah just shout out to the firefighters man i feel like people don't give them enough credit man honestly they Uh, they save a lot of lives man 100 percent. so and you just think about you know like all the movies you see they get cats that are trees and stuff you know it's not, not just fire oh dude they save so many lives man yep yeah shout out all the firefighters shout out yeah shout out matt white i love matt white yeah so, anyways uh well that's enough on that one i yeah i just don't know too terribly much yeah. I, I think we'll see more unfold in mm-hmm. the upcoming future uh there was that one you said something about a kidnapping that ended you know it was like a some sort of a chase that ended up in Cheney Lake? Yeah, uh, from, from what I see, I've heard different stories. I heard a guy kidnapped a girl, a young lady, and a kid, but I also heard there was two kids. And I also heard the kid was two, and I heard three. So I, I'm, I'm not for sure on that. But I know a kidnap happened, and then he, the, the guy drove him to Cheney Lake. And I don't know what happened there, but something happened, and she got away with the kids in the car. Damn. Drove off, and he shot at the car, hitting one of the kids in the, I think, the stomach or the back. That's terrible. Yeah, that's absolutely terrible. And But thankfully, they were able to, she was able to call 911 and get, get you know, the emergency crews there soon enough where um, the kid was in critical, but he had surgery and came out of it unstable still somewhat critical Damn, good. but hey you know at least he's still alive good i did see that uh on a, like another like news that police officer that was shot a few months ago he was released from the hospital oh nice so that's good news very good news oh yeah so anyways anything well, else I, I can't think of anything i else. guess nothing sticks out i l- guess let's try to end on a uh on a brighter note yeah them well, aftershocks bro bro you told me to watch the end of the game. I tuned in. I've seen a fantastic 20 minutes of basketball. Yeah, you, you, you think about this time of year, you're not typically seeing good basketball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that whole game, it was just back and forth, back and forth. Connor didn't even. Oh, Frank. I think he had six points up until that last three he hit. So, it was a it was a team effort, man, but it was back and forth. Great game. And they, they, they move on, go to Dayton. And, for, and they're playing for a million dollars, right? Yeah, each one of them will get $71,711 or something. Perfect. Like I mean, that's even coaching staff. That's that's kind of crazy. That's like, awesome. That's what's, a cool deal. What's weird about that whole deal, though, is, like, you'll see other teams and they'll say, this guy's getting this much. Like, I've seen 40000 So, like, this guy only gets forty, but somebody else gets eighty. It's like, Oh, wow. I don't know if it's the caliber of player, you know. That's funny. Yeah, I guess but, I could see that. But shout out to the aftershocks, man. Uh, yeah, they said I seen. I, I don't know if you watched like after the game some of those st- uh, statistics they were throwing out. But uh, Wichita broke a record for most uh, that w- atti- for, for like most attendance ever in the whole time they've ever had that tournament. Well, that that game yesterday was the second biggest crowd, but the biggest crowd was Wichita State 2019, the first game they ever came. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it. I think there's over a thousand more people because they said six thousand something at this game. I wonder what they were saying last night was then maybe record something record at attendance, some sort of a yeah. I, I know it was second, like some sort of like Wichita has set some sort of record as far as just selling the most tickets. I guess. Oh, or I don't something. doubt that because you look at these other arenas too. They're empty. You'll be lucky to have a, a G in there. Yeah, so that's cool. That's cool. Everybody supports that. Yeah, I mean it, it's just cool to see you sucks, know your guys. not there. I know, bastards. I, I think Perry getting hurt that one year kind of like. Oh well, but, I know that Tyrell Reed had something to do with it, uh, like putting it together. I'm surprised he didn't do it, or I, I don't know what the deal was. Maybe he tried. Who who knows? But yeah. I know that he lives in Lawrence, and so you know I know that some players around there still kind of come back. So 
who knows? I have no idea. Yeah, but I think uh, so. They moved to Dayton. Uh, essentially, it's the Elite Eight. There's they take two teams from each division. I think there's four divisions. I think there's four. I don't know four. So it's either eight or four, regardless. But they don't play until the thirty first. So it's like a ten day layover, which is weird to me. Like, wouldn't you want to play while you're hot? Right. You know, that's kind of how basketball works, like tournament style. That is weird. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Well, good luck. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's all local news. I don't, I don't got no, I too terribly else. much. Mm, nope, I can't think, think of anything. One funny thing I did think of just real quick, just something to add to it. I, on the radio, they were, they, were ta- they were talking about, remember the days when you could drop your cell phone and not worry about it? <laughs> you know, these days you drop your cell phone, you're worried about breaking that screen, man. Remember the days you had it? You just really didn't worry about that. I don't, I don't remember, See, honestly. Dude, I don't know about that anymore, though, because, you know, when when smartphones first came, you know, yeah, that was a big issue. But they're making this Gorilla Glass 6, and it's like you could right, like you, from a roof. Right, like you have to have like a, or, you know, like a case or something like that. But I just remember this, this, yeah. those, those first ones, a case wasn't even thought of, really. Well, and those stupid leather I, ones. You will stuff. not catch me without a case on my phone. No way. So, it, you know, like you If go, you're you, living your life without a case on your phone, you are a true Aerosmith song. <laughs> Living on the edge. Living on the edge. Dude, true facts, dude. True facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's like when you go to get one, they're like, do you want pink, purple? It doesn't matter. You got it's a, you got a case. black case on it anyway. I always case. have a black one. It's yeah. just neutral, you know. Going in a case. Yeah. That's funny. Anyway. Well, well, uh, I guess today's going to be a little different kind of pod. It is, but that's what we are, all right? That's what this pod is, and... That's what we're gonna do. So yeah, you gotta spice it up every now and then, man. But yeah, um, that's what you we know, do. we try to be, you know, funny comedy as much as possible. But sometimes you gotta be real. Sometimes you just gotta get one hundred percent real, man. So nothing, and yeah, I think that these are you know some topics that people talk about. But uh, today we're gonna talk about it on the pod. Absolutely, and I think we're gonna dive into what some little some mental health and some mental health. Um, Suicide, you know, maybe a little drug. Yeah, drug, drug addiction, drug addiction, you know, uh, drug like overdose, kind sure, of. Sure. You know, because that's a real, real thing in this world, man. I, I think everyone you know has someone that's been affected, in one way or another, of you know, of that tragic thing. One hundred percent, and I mean, uh, I think it's gotten worse you know to tell you the truth I oh mean, for sure man you know i mean um gosh i think that prescription pills brother is uh, a huge epidemic you know? oh it is big uh, big pharma i mean i i've thought that for a long time i've uh you know seen family members and friends i've lost friends um yes sir. just lots of things um and lost friends in the sense of you know, we just don't talk anymore, yeah. you know, in the sense of just, hell, we lost contact because you couldn't get right, you know? Absolutely, man. And, uh, you know, I just hate prescription pills, man. I think that that's one of the worst things in this world, honestly. I mean, they serve a purpose, sure, but, man, they are so abused because a doctor gives them to people, you know? Oh, yeah. And, I mean, uh, like you said, there there's a need for that, you know, s- certain mm-hmm. times or sure. whatnot, but... And then there's a abuse exactly. aspect of it. Exactly. So. And, and it can get nasty, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nasty, nasty. You know, when you're taking, you know, pre- you know pres- prescription meds that aren't prescribed to you and, you know, you're taking just a cocktail of things, mixing it with things. Well, and especially nowadays. An appetite if, for disaster. If you buy it off the street with, is, with the fentanyl problem, man. Brother, that is so dangerous. Exactly. I mean, gosh, you almost have to... It's weird to scratch your head and go, you know, man, the clean pills, you know, yeah. come from a pharmacy, but yet those are still deadly. But yet yeah. the ones that you get from just some one off the street, gosh, man, you yeah. are gambling. No idea, man. Gambling with fire. I once saw a deal that they said a grain of salt of fentanyl can kill a human. Like it's that you know, potent or, mm-hmm. like, like pure fentanyl. Like, a grain of salt. Think about that, dude. Mm-hmm. Tiny bit. I know I'm going to mess this up, and Byron will probably 
give me hell for it, but he said, you know, when he was in EMS, you know, they they had that as an agent, you know, to use. Yeah, hospitals use it. Right. And he said that, you know, when they would give somebody morphine, things like that, you know, they would dose it by the milliliter or I'm sorry, probably like the, by the by the milligram. Uh, he said when they would do fentanyl, he said they would cut that. I, I want to, there's like a nano yeah. uh, scale that they use. You know what I mean? And he was like, you know, it was and I'm sure insanely they, different than what we would give somebody if they were just giving them, you know, morphine or oh, something absolutely. like that. And I'm sure they cut it, like you said, you know, it's not like they're giving you pure fentanyl. I'm sure there's, you know, an agent that very goes small, with it. Very small, very small amount. But it's just, it's just, it's just sad. I have another guy who comes in from Hutchison. He uh, he is a EMS up there. Dude, he said they don't even report it on the news. You don't even hear about it because it's just something that happens all the time. He said in one shift, they had four people that overdosed. That was about three months ago I seen him. And, yeah, he said in one shift, dude. It's nuts, man. That's a little... Dude, that's out. That's outrageous. Actually, let's let's oh, be, yeah. let's let's be real. I mean, I, I mean, and you know, it it's everywhere. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen those videos of like people just slumped over in cars and they have like kids in the back seat. You know, like it's it's so crazy. Like it's Not cool. it's so out of control. Like I don't know what you can do to fix that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But you you know, like what leads to that? I mean, is there a is there a mental health aspect or depression? I mean, mental health, I think, is really over, I don't know, the, the last five years kind of came to the forefront because mm-hmm. it was always like, oh, you, you're going to therapy, you're a weirdo, or you know what I mean? Like, But now it's so or, spoke yeah, about that deal it's with normal, it. right? you know? So I, I think that's a good start, you know, mm-hmm. to normalize it. And I think there's also, you know, different levels of people who, uh, you know, function properly, just need, you know, some sort of medication, you know, to help them out. But, I mean, gosh, some of the people that you see suffering from some severe mental health, I mean, you know, schizophrenia. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, God, man, I can't believe, I couldn't imagine living with that and being on the streets, you know, being homeless. Yeah. Not having any family, anybody around you. That would be terrible, man. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, I think your family helps you out in a lot of different situations, you know. So, Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, and that's one thing that what happens in these situations is that you destroy bridges, you know, with family. Yeah. I mean, that's what, so, that's what happens with so many things, uh, you know, in, in situations like Family this, and so. friends, man, like you said, you know. And, you know, like I, I think – I think like drug use like that can also lead into other things like suicide we were talking about, you know, mm-hmm. like like you could be in such a bad spot from, you know, being addicted to heroin or whatever whatever the drug of choice was, you know, that it it leads to that. And so I think mental health, suicide and drug addiction all blends in together. It's like a appetite for destruction mm-hmm. I mean, we have a few friends you know that we've yeah. lost to some suicide you know we lost a friend early on um right out of high school that was that was terrible you terrible know? we lost a couple man i think I mean, he was more uh you know some depression issues you yeah. know um we lost another friend here recently um i think that was another mixture of some depression and just some other issues going on but yeah you know, i don't know it's just it's just sad, man. And, you know, I mean, what can you do but but bring awareness to it, you know? Right. I think, you know, talk about it. I think, uh, yeah. you know, I think people are tuning to realize it's okay for your life story to be where you once were and where you are now or where you're going. That's what matters, man. Yeah. You know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. I think people sometimes get so far down on themselves that they don't want to get out of that hole that... They feel like they can't, you know, everybody judges them. Everybody's going to always look down on them. Everybody always, you know, will say what they were, what they used to be. Man, you just have to deal with that, and that's going to be that own person's opinion. But what you have to do is just move on, you know, yeah. make them see you for what you were and where you are now. And what a compliment, right? I mean, absolutely. and if that has to be your compliment in your life book, so be it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, know. sometimes you have to go through trials and tribulations to make it 
to to get out of that rut mm-hmm. or you know hit rock bottom to to be stronger than ever i mean Mm-hmm. That, and then and, and then happen overnight. No, it doesn't happen over next Absolutely week. Absolutely not. You know, it, it has stages, and it's know? hard work. It's hard work. People have to notice that. You know, sometimes yeah. I think the people that want to snap out of it, they just want to snap their fingers and just get back to reality quick. It don't it don't happen like that. So no, and but, and I think everybody you know should have someone to they can vent to about or or you know like a family member they can go to or or if not man look look online i'm sure there's hotlines exactly. or different things you can call we'll end with the hotline i don't have it on my mind right now yeah, but yeah. We'll, we'll write it down and we'll end with it for sure well absolutely um yeah. well and i and i guess it's it's only fitting you know um i i have a buddy i work with mm-hmm. and he's kind of been through some of these situations and I, you know, I just asked him, I said, hey, man, we're doing a pod on on a bunch of these topics. Would you mind coming on and speaking about it? And he's willing to do it. Awesome, man. So I, I think we're going to we're going to get him on the line. Cool. Shortly. And, you know, come shout, back. Well, shout out to him, man. That's so we, awesome. Yeah. Shout out, Dave. Yeah. Shout out, Dave, man. That's awesome. That's just that's cool. So, well, yeah, let's take a break real quick. Let's regroup and get him on and we'll come back yeah absolutely once we come back we'll just bring them on cool cool what's up guys we're back from a little short break we're back we had to go stretch we didn't yeah. we didn't get shot <laughs> we we had to re- get some more refreshments probably exactly exactly so but right now man uh we have a guest on the line yeah that's pretty um, cool it's, it's my, my buddy i i work with dave colin what up dave what up, guys? What's going Thanks on? Thanks for having me on. What's going on, Dave? Thank no you problem, for being man. Here, man. We, we really appreciate it. Um, uh, I think I think we'll start by, you know, you've you've listened to our pods before. We try to be funny and, you know, keep it entertaining. But but sometimes you just got to get real, you know, and talk about things that go on in life that maybe isn't, you know, the the best thing or the most enjoyable thing to speak about. So we're all right. So we we brought up mental health, suicide, drug addiction, drug overdose of 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 that sort. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, and, you know, right now it's a huge pandemic going on. You know. Oh, absolutely. Even Johnson and Johnson being sued. You know, over all this opioid stuff. See, and we, we you know we were talking about big pharma just not too long ago. So mm-hmm. yeah, and just the pills, man. Just 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 a horrible deal. Yeah. Yeah, but but I knew I, f- from knowing you. I've known you for years. I I know you have um, a story, a, a past. I guess I you would you could say, and I thought it would be good for people to to hear a real life, you know, um, story about where somebody has been or what has happened. You know, and and to the end where where they came out of it today. So yeah, and where they ended up at. Yeah, absolutely. Know, which, is, so, which, is the, right. which is which is awesome. So and from this story, uh, I hope people take at least two different things from it. One is that if you have a gut feeling about something, you know, uh, follow through on it. Sometimes your actions could be saving another person. You know, absolutely. And the other part of that is, uh, you know, always looking at the other side of the court. You know, things might be bad now, but if you wake up in the morning, there's always a chance it can get better. Yeah. You, you never know how somebody's feeling, too, you know? All right. So, uh, so with that being said, my story takes place... Uh, Back in 2000, when I was 15 years old, and, you know, as a normal 15-year-old, you know, we have rough times in our life, you know. We think everything's never going to get better, you know. Well, was on prescription medicine, you know, that was prescribed to me. Did you remember what? Because I had... Do you remember what kind? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I was on Seroquel, Ambitriptyline, and Lobutrin. 
That's a lot. Well, butrin was for the, the depression. Seroquel is for sleeping, and the amp or the amitriptyline was for the sleeping, and Seroquel is for the anger management. Got you. They, I had issues. We'll say that, you know. But so, uh, you know, hit one of those real low points in my life, and the day before it actually seemed like a real great day. And after school, out of the blue, I had my counselor stop by my house and had me sign an affidavit that night, saying I wouldn't hurt myself or anyone else in any way that night. I thought it was weird, but I went ahead and signed it. Went on to play practice that night, came home, and my father was drunk on whiskey. And started, you know, verbally abusing me until I felt like I was one of the lowest. I was lower than rocks. I was lower than dirt. You know? But I gave my word to my counselor saying I wouldn't hurt myself or anyone else. So I cried myself to sleep that night. And I woke up the next day knowing that I had filled my word to that contract. And so I poured all my pills into my hand, 60 Seroquel, 20, amb- 20 Wellbutrin, and another 60 uh, Ambitriculin. And I took them all in one swallow. Holy moly, man. Yeah. And, it was... And, and definitely, before you go any farther, I just, I just want to, if anybody's listening, don't do this. Don't, you know what I mean? Like... I mean, this is a real life story, so we just want to, you know, we want everybody to hear the story, but don't do that, you know, like, definitely not something to do, so, sorry. All right, this was was not a place, this was, this was, like I said, one of my lowest points. Yeah, yeah. And this, you know, uh, another thing is suicide, it's not one of those, you know, just spur of the moment things, you know, people with the you know, tendencies and everything, it's a daily struggle. You know, every day you have those thoughts, you know. doesn't necessarily mean you're going to act on those thoughts, but they're always there. Yeah. But when you reach a point of weakness, sometimes you get greedy. Sometimes you get selfish. I have a question, I guess. And Yeah. Uh, so, and I may be... Like maybe there was more to that story. I maybe I know there was, but whenever you had taken those and whenever you came to, I guess, what was your feeling of, was there a feeling of, I'm glad that I'm opening up my eyes and I'm here? Or was there, you know, like, you know, kind of like, what was your feeling that first moment, I guess, after the fact? Well, truthfully, the first moment uh, when I came to, was a fear and that was because i had a tube going down my throat into my lungs breathing for me right well and and dave i had a tube i'm sorry yeah i i guess do you want to fill in the blank there though right because you you told me uh we kind of spoke about the story before and there was more to get to that point correct yeah there, there was a lot there um We'll just give a quick, quick so, recap of, you know. But so I had, you know, like I said, I woke up that morning, you know, knowing I had kept my word to the, my contract and took all my medicine, you know. Well, for some reason, after I brushed my teeth, I tell my brother, hey, I took all my medicine. And he looked at me and says, what do you mean by that? And I said exactly what I said. I just took all my medicine. And so, you know, he sort of just gives me a look and, you know, sort of blows it off. Well, then we go to head school. We go to leave with some friends to go to school. And I'm told later on that, you know, I get in their vehicle. I'm just slamming my feet in the car door. So they take me back to the house and they see me go in the door and 
they figure I, you know, they went on to school. Two hours go by, and my mom and dad find me. Isn't that a great way to wake up? Finding your baby boy dying on the couch. That's terrible. That is absolutely terrible. So, the story I was first told, and I mean, I understand why too, but first story was that, you know, they tried to, you know, reach for me, and I automatically tried to attack. And my dad wears a metal watch, you know, with a, well, metal band on it. And I hit his watch so hard that I left my teeth rips in the band. Wow. So they decided to call paramedics, you know, and they life watched me to switch off. The story I find out years later, the true story, was that they found me on the couch and I was unresponsive. So what would you do if you found your kid, like I said, dying on a couch? Man, I can only imagine, you know. So my dad started shaking me. No response. So he started slapping me. So he started hitting me until he got a response. And that was me biting his, you know, trying to bite his wrist. Yeah. One thing, like I, you know, Ricky has talked about this. Would I have survived had he not driven me to that point of adrenaline? Yeah. I'm, I, to say. I, I think that's a crazy thing, you know, like, I, I, I guess until you've been in that situation, you know what I mean? Like, like the point of, of unresponsive, you know, like what does it take to bring them back? You know, cause they have, what's that stuff? They Narcan, you know, that shoot, yeah. that shoots you. Yeah. Whew. Boy, that's crazy, when he just man. did that. That reminded me of that scene in Pulp Fiction when he's like trying to bring her. When he's trying to bring her back, and he's like, you know, just stab her in the chest, man. He stabs her, and she comes right back. That was nuts. Oh, don't talk about. Yeah, I've don't... had that before. We might have to talk that on another time. But... I was gonna say, don't bring uh, up, so... don't bring up movies. Dave, <laughs> Dave's a big movie buff. Uh oh. Heck yeah. All right, sorry. But for... also, you know, the other OD that had to do with that. But uh, so on this one. How old, how old were you and like things like that kind of speed us up to where you're at in your life as far as that goes? Uh, so I was 15 years old, almost 16, when this incident happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my parents, you know, after I had to my dad, they called paramedics. And I'm told that I'm, you know, here, 15 years old, grabbing full-grown men and throwing them over a gurney like they're ragnarks until they're able to finally restrain me enough to get me life-watched to Wesley, where I go into no-brain activity. Which, for those of you who know, no-brain activity... They had to put me on machines to keep my body alive. Mm. I basically don't know your view on religion, but to me, it seemed like I had died. And pretty sure I went to hell. But I mean, at first I didn't even realize it. To me, all of a sudden I was standing next to my bed with me laying in my bed. And there was people in the hallway telling me to follow them. So I start following these people down the hallway. Next thing I know, I'm not in the hallway. And these people are around me. All of a sudden, they're coming at me. They're tearing at me. I feel pieces of me being torn away. So I cry out to God, save me. And the light appears above me and drives these things away. And it tells me I can stay or I can go back. And it shows me an image of my mom 
crying over my bed with me laying in it. And I just think to myself, I can't do this like that. Man, that's deep Next stuff. Thing I know. Dude. I wake up. Wow, man. And and like I, I said, when I woke up, waking up with tubes coming out of me, you know, uh, breathing machine still on, trying to breathe for me. My mom shows up two hours later, and I asked her. I said, "Yesterday, were you wearing?" My old I killed Kenny shirt. And she said, Yeah, how'd you know? I said, I just knew. Oh, shit. To this day, I wow. still That is intense, brother. Damn, man. You said that that to was when you were day, 15 or 16, you said? 15. 15 years old. Wow. That was 21 years ago. I remember it like it was yesterday. That is wild, man. Then you said you had another story too as well, or no? Yeah. Um, well, and of course, after this incident, yeah, I get out of the hospital and everyone tells me, you know, it seems like I'm a fully different person. You know, one thing or another, I mean, before this happened, I was pretty much atheist. I didn't believe there was any type of higher power, you know. How could there be a God in this type of world? Right. Of course, after that, you know, uh, there's a verse in the Bible saying, uh, blessed are those who believe without seeing. Unfortunately, I was one who had to see to believe. Right. But you go through something like that and, you know, some people might say uh, it was just a hallucination that I experienced due to lack of oxygen to the brain. But to me, it was divine intervention. What I did, uh, yeah, I've I feel yeah. like yeah. I I feel like nobody can tell you anything about that when you have an experience if, if like they that, haven't no. been through that. Yeah. They they can't. <laughs> they can't even speak on that situation. Right. You know, it's kind of like yeah. I mean. Just not to change the subject real quick, but it's just kind of like aliens. If you don't believe in aliens, that's fine. But if you've seen something to change your, you know, your, yeah, your, per, outlook. You, you know, your outlook of that, that's because something, you know, visibly happened to you and now yeah. you have proof. Same thing, you know. Right. So. The same with ghosts. You know, there's some people might not believe in ghosts or spirits, but if you have experience of that, you know, paranormal, to you there's no denying. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like you guys talked about on a previous podcast, you know, mm -hmm. I've had some of those experiences myself. You know, man, you want to? You want to? I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you want to talk about a, a crazy experience real quick or what? We might have to hit on that another time. Okay, okay. <laughs> but, uh, Scott, we're, we're we're on a time limit. Sorry, here. sorry. <laughs> right, <laughs> but uh, you know that was uh, you know. A suicide, basically, you know, where I had chose to take these pills. Yeah. Now, uh, a little bit later on, I had had a problem with uh, substances. Now, hold on. Before you get started on that, let me ask you. You said suicide. Yeah. So it when you decided to take all those, is that what ran through your head? Like, I, I want to end it. No. Because I wanted to escape. I wanted to be free. I mean, but I didn't want—I didn't want to die. I wanted—I didn't want to have to deal with what I was dealing with, and that was my escape. Uh, unfortunately, to me, that seemed like the only escape I had. Which, and that's what's terrible also, when people yeah. feel that way too—is you know that they only have that. Which that, is what I know, was going to say. You know, that, that they only have that, about, right? You know. Had and my counselor just, not had me sign that affidavit that night, you know, she had had some weird feeling. I went against her policy and went to my house and had me sign this document. If she had not done that, I probably would have done it that night. And then, and then maybe, it would have been maybe nobody would have found her. Found me. So, yeah. 
man. That's crazy, man. Uh, which goes to speak, you know, if you have that you know, feeling that you need to reach out to someone, do it. You never know what, you know, it could be that last chance that they need. Absolutely. And, and you know, like after hearing your story, um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be like, man, you know, that's, that's a wild story. But I also want, I want to, I want to speak on the, on the backside of that, you know, like, you know, oh, it, exactly. it, like it, if you haven't been through that, you know, like where would you have been today, you know, or, or what, what, what about that has changed today in you? Well, and that's one of the things, you know, like, you know, here, like I said, that was 20, 21 years ago. You know, now I've had, you know, a you know, great successful job for 14 years. You know, and- I have a son that's my world, you know, I mean, that. Yeah, and for anyone that has kids, they know, you know, on them dark days, that smile, that hug around the neck can do so much. And even, you know, for for babies even, you know, that is one thing that, you know, helps as well is, you know, when I have my dogs with me, you know, it's one of those, I know it's going to be a good day. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and even if I had a bad day, chance is tomorrow would be great. Are those some of the things that kind of keep your mind off of things sometimes, you know, playing with your kid or your kids or playing with your dogs? Mm-hmm. You know, and, well, it's also, you know, uh, like I've said to Ricky before, you know, I believe you receive what you put out into the universe. Well, I, I say that all the, positive, the time, my friend, all the time. <laughs> you know, it's about that positivity. You know, I like to look on the bright side. I like to look on the positivity of things. You know, there's some people that like to focus on the negative and the down. That's not going to get you anything, but a sour attitude and maybe a bitter heart. You know. Yeah, like you always have to look at life as half full, not empty. Oh, That's kind of my motto, right. you know. Like, I mean, it, everything can get bad or what, but it could always be worse. You know what I mean? Like that—that's how I try to attack life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and I even usually have that feeling or that you know, or motto. If, it, if something bad happened, it more than likely happened for a reason. Here. It wasn't meant to be for me or, you know, one thing or another. A lot of times it saved me a lot of headache because I didn't get what I want. If yeah. that makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, they say, like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know? And, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never really dove into that that saying, but that that's true, you know, like. Like, like I'll give an example, and it's totally off topic, but when you're a kid, like, and you're playing sports, you know, and your coach is rough and hard on you. When you're a kid, you're like, why is he so rough on me? Or why, why is he so mean? But when you become an adult, you look back at that and you're like, well, it made me the man I am today. You know, like, it taught me certain things in life. But when you're when you're that yep. young, you know, mm-hmm. like you're like, oh, he's picking on me. But so another just weird story to back that, just because I remember it right when you said that. Uh, I think it's uh, old Curry. He said that, you know, he had been around a lot of NBA players in his lifetime growing up. You know, his dad played ball. He said uh, old Vince Carter. He said he would play him in uh, 21, and you know, because he would play. I mean, he got the opportunity to play tons of players, and he said Vince Carter would just. I mean, he'd go for a layup, dude. He said Vince Carter would throw his shot <laughs> to the to the to the other court, stomp He's, a I mud mean, hole. In him. He said he would. I mean, knock <laughs> him down. He said he would beat the shit out of him. He said he would never let him win. And he said, looking back on it, he was like, he 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 kind of thanked him. He was like, man, he's like, I see now why. He was like, he never let me win. And he was like, it's because you know he wanted me to 
to be to to get better, you know. Oh yeah. And so it was just tight, dude. Yep. I like I like I liked hearing that story. But. But yeah, that's definitely you know, like I said, the main things I want like people to at least take from that story is, you know, even if you are, you know, in a dark spot, you know, mm-hmm. don't you know, even if you have to take it, you know, uh, with NA they say you know if you have to take it one day at a time, and if you can't do one day, take it one hour at a time. Mm-hmm. That's and good. If you can't do one hour. That's good advice, one dude. That's good. That's good. That is good advice. And and you know, find that person that you kind of trust that you look into. Sounds like you really liked your counselor. You know, you yeah. guys had that bond. So mm-hmm. you know, kind of find somebody like that and really kind of keep them in your life. Yeah, because like before you came on, Dave, we were kind of talking about um like mental health. And you know how, like twenty one years ago, like when this happened to you, mental health was looked at as like, oh, you needed therapy. You're 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 this. You're a weirdo. You're you know that. But here in the past five five or so years you know mental health has kind of came to the forefront of normalcy you know and and it's okay to not be okay spoken more of but you know the problem is a lot of times those who do have the problems are not going to reach out and it's by friends and the family members that notice the small differences yeah you know by them reaching out. That's how, you know, because a lot of times there's still that stigma. You know, if you're having a bad day, you're supposed to just grit your teeth and bear it. You're not supposed to reach out. Yeah. And so that's where I think, you know, it's like with you, Ricky, you know, I mean, I consider you a big, you know, part of my life. You know, you're my partner at work. You, and the, you be- the best, the best partner. Let's get real, Dave. I mean, <laughs> hey, 18, baby. <laughs> 18, that's fine. <laughs> nice. Cool. Well, I appreciate you being on the pod today, man. I yeah. appreciate you coming out and just opening up. Yeah, we really uh, we appreciate you just coming on and being 100% real, you know, because, uh, like we said, you know, we're, we're usually a funny podcast, but sometimes you just have to be real and to have a real life you know, real experience that people can hear and you never know that somebody might listen to this and, and take some of the things that were said or, or whatnot. And it might help them. Right. In the long right. run. Yeah. Maybe someone was having one of those vibes about something that they, and they acted on it and it might, you know, it might help someone. Yeah. You mm-hmm. just never know. And I agree, Dave, 100%. What you put in this universe, you get out, man. So the more positive you put out, the more positive is going to come back to you. I 100% agree with that. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. No problem, dude. Uh, I'll definitely have to try and make it into the studio sometime. For sure, man. Before For sure. I get out of here, I probably should, you know, Hashtag shout out Justin Petty. That a kid. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and and before you go, man, you got any other shout outs you want to give out? Just shout out, man. Shout out some people. Oh, man, man shout out to my boy. That's why I keep rocking it. Yeah, shout out DJ, man. <laughs> That's cool. I, I know uh I know a not shout out you want to give, but we'll it's a, it's a family program, I, so. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, well we re- like we once again, man. We really appreciate Dave come on and speak your story. Yeah, Dave, thanks a lot, man. And like I said, we'll we'll we'll, we'll do it again. Um, but once again, it was a it was a awesome to hear your real life experience. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. to share, guys. No problem, bro. All right, brother, man. Have a good night. Cool, man. That's cool, man. I appreciate him coming on. He's a nice dude, man. Man, that's that's a that's 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 serious stuff, man. That's a real topic, man. And uh, just before we end tonight, I I have uh, you know the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Um, It is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. One more time, folks. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. 
So that's a real line. That's yeah. A real, I mean, shit, man. I mean, you know, people sometimes. I don't think it's a joke. I don't mean to use that wordage, but sometimes just people uh, write it off. You know, it's just being um, something that's not real, and, it, and it's very real. No, it's very real, man. And I, I think, I, I think people need to realize they. Everyone has somebody, and if you don't have somebody, there there's someone you can call. Exactly. You know, like you don't you don't have to bear all of the pain that you feel. You know, very true. Very and, true. And it and in my aspect of it, it's never worth it. You know, it's never worth it to take your own life, no matter what you're going through, because everybody has tough times. Everybody's uh, down in the dumps at at some point. You know. But it can only go up from there. Dude, as cliche as it sounds, man, your life is a is a book, man. Every day, everything's a chapter. And you don't know the chapters that are unwritten. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You have, you have blank pages for, for days, dude. Days and days. You do not know what's uh, what's ahead of you. Your greatest day, you maybe haven't even seen yet. Yeah. You know? So. I mean, just take Dave, you know? Like, he, he went from 15 years old, you know, taking a handful of pills you know you're right and, and you know and then now he he has a good job a beautiful kid you know worth li- living living right. life to the fullest so man you know like it, exactly. it's imagine if it all would have came yeah to, to an end that day you know what would it not been and you, you know? never know you know it, it's not like the a team wouldn't have been <laughs> yeah so that's a funny man but no that's cool man i really appreciate dave coming out yeah man it, it was uh like we said, this is a different kind of pod for us, man. We're going to do that. That's yeah. O- that's okay. Yeah, you, you got to throw random, you know, sporadic. Hey, shout out Petty. Life. We didn't talk about food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that his new deal? <laughs> it's like, uh, I talk about food all the time. <laughs> I can't wait to get Petty on so I can just chop him up. Uh, we're going we're gonna, to we have to really get that one going. Sh- uh, him and the White Rock. I'm Absolutely. about fed up with them, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, man, I got to go get the boys, so... Cool, man. But man, uh, yeah, this is uh, we appreciate everybody listening and yeah, chime in on socials. Yeah, this this might be a, a interesting uh, after this one drops, sure. man. I mean, p- people might have a lot to say about it. So we'll see. We'll see. The good, bad, they're ugly. We'll take it. So we need to get somebody in here and try out the new mic. Yeah, fresh. It's not even out of the package yet. It's all. It's beautiful. So well, cool. Okay, guys. Well, until next time, Boober out. Daryl out. Daryl and Boober show. Let's pounce. Let's pounce.